I was actually able to grow that account to over 120,000 followers in two months, all from Reels. So the power of Reels is just really like unlimited. Hello, listeners, and welcome to season four of SOS with Sonia Rasula. I'm flipping the script this season, and instead of advising business owners, I've gathered a badass group of industry experts to help you thrive. You'll hear from a Forbes editor on how to pitch the press, a finance guru will help you attack all things money, we'll help you future-proof your business by becoming a digital dynamo, my lawyer will teach us all how to stay out of trouble, you'll learn how to write emails that result in instant sales, and we'll have a real talk conversation about reels. So get ready to take notes because this season is all about the experts. It's time to get real about reels. Today's episode features social media expert Taylor Lauren, who spills all the tea on Instagram reels. Yes, this whole episode is dedicated to Reels because since the algorithms and Facebook's pay-to-play model, it's been next to impossible to truly and organically grow followers. But with Reels, anyone can attract new eyeballs, and new eyeballs means new customers. First, I want to thank our longtime sponsor, Constant Contact, for making this season possible. Constant Contact is a digital marketing platform that helps small businesses and nonprofits of all sizes build, grow, and succeed. With email marketing, contact management, industry-leading list growth tools, social media ads, and more, Constant Contact helps small businesses connect with customers, find new ones, and sell online. All from one easy-to-use platform. To get 30% off your first three months, visit constantcontact.com slash SOS. That's constantcontact.com slash SOS. Now let's dive into the episode. Hello, Taylor. So you and I have known each other for years now, and we are both Canadian. Yes, I love that. So you have an extensive background in social media and you have such an amazing track record that includes working for Girlboss, which I'm sure our listeners are very, very familiar with. So can you share a little bit more about yourself and what you do now? I would love to. Thanks for such a great introduction. So yeah, most of my career has been working in marketing, specifically in social media for, you know, 13 plus years. So I've been through it all, seen it all. And yeah, until about a few months ago, I was always working at companies in like leadership marketing roles. So I was head of marketing at Girlboss most recently. And then before that, I was director of content at later.com, which is a leading Instagram platform. So my whole world revolved around Instagram. And then before that, I was kind of actually on like a very early influencer chat through my travel blog, Local Wanderer, which is how we met many moons ago. Mm -hmm. A few months ago, I decided to give up that nine to five and really go all in working for myself. So that was very exciting to kind of like take the jump as being a self-employed person and creating my own business. So, you know, like many business owners, I do a lot of things. It's not like I just have one business and one role and that's all I do. 
Mainly though, I'm sharing like marketing advice and Instagram tips on my Instagram. And I'm also like a marketing consultant. So I spend about like half my week working with brands on like social brand and influencer strategy. And I'm also a new course creator. So I launched my course called The Reels Course in November 2021, which has been wildly successful. So now I'm kind of very immersed in the world of Reels, which is why I'm super excited to talk to you all about Reels today. So that's a little overview of what I do. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like with all of your different experiences, you were ready. And so when Reels launched, I think you were like the perfect person to just like package it up into this amazing course and launch. And I watched you, obviously, and it was so exciting. And my team members, Lauren took the course. So she's all about it, too. It was very helpful. Thank you. Oh, yay. (laughs) Okay, so I think we really want to just get down to basics. And I promised everyone I would bring real talk about reels because my following knows that I'm just like, (laughs) no nonsense. I like to just say it as is and tell it all. So I'm going to ask you, of course, the number one question on everyone's mind, which is what makes a great reel? That's a good question. And there's obviously so many different types of reels. Yeah. What is the one thing that all of those good ones have in common? And it's really something that catches your attention, a reel that makes you watch it all the way through. But ultimately, that factor of what makes a great reel is something that evokes a strong emotional reaction in someone. So those can be, you know, wildly different. The emotional reaction could be sadness or shock, or it could make you laugh, or it could make you have this like, aha, like light bulb moment. Mm -hmm. You know, the videos that go viral are ones that really touch on those relatability. People watch the reel and they feel seen or they feel like they learned something or they just had this very like strong emotional response to the video and then as like a little nitty-gritty thing of like what makes a great reel my probably like pet peeve (laughs) is when people post a reel with a tiktok watermark on it and i'm all for repurposing content but let's like remove those watermarks before we post them yes and also A great reel is one that has, you know, text on it and it has captions. So many people are watching Instagram without sound on it. And obviously, like, you want to be inclusive for people who are hard of hearing. But Mm -hmm. also, you know, a great example is, like, moms who are watching reels in the middle of the night while they're breastfeeding their baby or something like that. So adding those, like, captions and text on top, I think, are really important for making, like, a great reel. That stuff all makes so much sense to me. And I love that you broke it down in like those different categories. Taylor, before we get down to the basics, I would love for you to explain to our audience who, if you are listening and you don't know what a reel is, then you have indeed been living under a rock and that's okay. So Taylor, what is a reel? A reel is Instagram's response to TikTok. So it's their version of TikTok, which is basically a new surface on Instagram for vertical videos that are up to 60 seconds long. And they're in a new tab called Reels. And they are sometimes set to music, but they don't have to be. 
but it's basically like an Instagram video that's in its own special tab that has its own specific measurement of what video to create. So you couldn't upload like a square video as a reel. It has to be like a vertical video that fills your whole phone screen. Mm -hmm. I like to describe it as short form content. Although, yes, IGTV, which was like videos, they could go, I think, up to an hour or some crazy amount of time. And I guess the way you describe it is this is Instagram trying to compete with TikTok and the whole thing with TikTok videos, which are also very much like reels, is that it's quick attention grabbing videos. Okay, well, that was such a great description and really eye opening for me to hear about the different types of reels, like, you know, humorous, educational. I know there's a lot of fashion Instagrammers doing fantastic reels now. So Taylor, I'd love for you to address this thing, which I think every single listener is thinking, which is I don't like being on camera. I hate showing my face. I'm insecure. I don't like being the face of the business. So what can you tell our listeners? Like, why is it so important for small business owners to really just adapt to this change and start creating and posting reels? It's a great question. It's definitely what a lot of my students who come to the Reels course are looking for help on. I think, you know, especially with COVID, Instagram is more important to businesses than it ever has been. So many businesses had to shift to using Instagram to really like sell their products or grow their business. And that's like their main communication channel with their audience. So if you are doing business on Instagram and you are like, that's your platform for making your money, then you kind of have to do what Instagram says in a way like that's yeah. a cost to doing business on Instagram is that the platform's always going to be changing. And unlike say maybe email where you can really own like that direct one-to-one relationship when you send an email, it's not like that on Instagram. There are powers that be that are kind of dictating what the trends are and ultimately like what the priorities for the business are. So Instagram has repeatedly said that Reels is a huge focus for the company. It is right now, you know, they said in their latest quarterly growth update, I think Mark Zuckerberg used the word Reels like over 23 times. It is a major growth driver for Meta as a whole, Instagram as a whole. And so they are putting a ton of eggs into the Reels basket because they want to make Reels work because that is ultimately what's best for the growth of their business. So they are prioritizing reels and the algorithm is, you know, one of these things you kind of have to just do what (laughs) is going to work for the algorithm and it's out of our control. That can feel a little bit defeating at times if you're like, oh, there's like this whole other, you know, new channel and this new skill set I need to learn and I don't want to do this, but I have to. And it's really frustrating. But the great thing is that Reels is rewarding people for using Reels. And Mm -hmm. before Reels, you know, organic reach on Instagram was very low. And it was really, really challenging to get engagement on your accounts. It was really challenging to grow and get new followers on Instagram. But the thing that's great about Reels is that 
your videos are shown to people who follow you, but they're also sent out in the algorithm to the overall large Instagram audience. And the algorithm will actually send your content to people that it thinks will be interested in your video, which gives you so much more potential to reach larger audiences and to grow your followers. So it might seem frustrating that we don't have control and we just have to do this because Instagram says that we have to do this. But as an example, you know, if you could gain 8,000 followers from one reel, would you do it? You'd probably be like, yes, I would. And that's like a real metric from, you know, a student in my course who had 2,000 followers and they posted a reel and it got a few hundred thousand views and they gained 8,000 followers. So now their approach to reels is like, actually, I'm investing in reels because I'm seeing a way better return than investing in a paid budget on Instagram. Because I'm getting more followers from reels than I get from ads on Instagram. So I'm going to really invest in reels and put my time and energy there because that's worth working for me and my business. So I created a new Instagram account called at reels tips. And my idea at the time was to just create it as a supplementary piece to the reels course where I would share trending audios and tutorials and things like that. But because of the power of reels and the algorithm, I was actually able to grow that account to over 120,000 followers in two months, all from reels. So the power of reels is just really like unlimited. Yeah, I watched that and I was just like, oh my God, she's on fire. (laughs) It was amazing. (laughs) I honestly, like it blew my own expectations away. I was never expecting that. But you know, you have a good real strategy in place and reels is so great for that top of funnel content. So if you're wanting to create the type of content that is going to attract your target audience, like it's going to attract the type of people that you want as followers. And if you're able to do that with reels, then Instagram's going to send it to people that think might be interested and you can bring a lot of that potential target audience over to your page and, you know, a percentage of them will convert to being new followers, which is amazing because before Reels, that was pretty much unheard of on Instagram. Yeah, it was impossible. This is the thing. It's like right now we're in the gold mine. It's like the gold rush, I should say. (laughs) It's like we're just in this era where it's like people should be capitalizing on this and taking advantage, you know, and trying it. Like the worst thing that can happen is nothing happens. And like, I'm a great example. Like I have not done it regularly, but for the markets, I have tried to do some helpful educational reels. And we've probably only done recently this year, 10 maybe, but the increase in applications for our market was insane. So it's interesting because it it has effects that go beyond Instagram. And that's something that I want all the listeners to hear, which is that like, you know, our following didn't really, the needle didn't move that much, like maybe a few hundred more people followed us, but it's more about we launched applications for people to sell at our Los Angeles and Portland markets. And the number of applications doubled from the last time we did this, I guess, six months ago, 
which is kind of mind-blowing. So I just think we're reaching more people and people are like, ooh, what's this account save? You know, so very, very interesting. I want to get back to one thing that I was saying before, which is a question that I get all the time, which is like, what can I do if I hate showing my face? And, you know, I talked about it just a few minutes ago and I have creative ideas that I'm always throwing out there, but what alternatives do you have for the folks out there, the small business owners who really are very uncomfortable of the camera, what else can they be doing on Reels to get noticed or to, you know, just help their brand and sell their products? For sure. There's definitely a lot of different categories that you can create Reels for without having to show your face. So one of those could be um, like tutorials, Using the voiceover feature is really powerful. So you could either, you know, create a whole bunch of clips together. Let's say you wanted to show like a day in the life of working at your business. You don't have to be on camera for any of that. You can stitch together a whole bunch of different video clips and you could use the voiceover feature to go and narrate yourself on top of that, sharing what that day in the life looks like for you. You can also share like before and after type of reels. So those could be, you know, there's lots of trending sounds that kind of have this like transition moment. So you could use that to show maybe an experience of like before using your product and then after using your product. And you can use the text to speech feature, which will basically you can just write text and then click it and it will have like an auto voice come on top that will kind of show what's happening another really popular trend right now is to just take a bunch of different photos and set them to the beat of a trending song and it kind of looks like a like slideshow that's moving to the beat of the music so on my instagram account at real tips we share a ton of those timing tutorials so when you see one it might look like very complicated you might not know how to create it but we'll basically tell you, okay, take eight photos and set them at 0.5 seconds each and set it to this song and it will automatically sync. So those are some examples that you can do if you really don't want to be on camera. Another really popular thing right now is also a lot of brands are working with content creators specifically for reels. So maybe you're not comfortable on your team, but maybe there's another person on your team that is more comfortable on camera or, you know, you have a younger family member or even just reaching out to people who are really, really great at content and they're great at creating these types of videos. But it's not like a influencer type of deal where you're paying someone to post on their account. You're just paying someone to create content for your channel. And it's pretty affordable because you can often get a lot of really good content creators who maybe only have, you know, a few hundred followers on their platform, but they make really good content. So they're just willing to kind of take it as like a a bit of a freelance contract job as well. I'm super into the barter system. And so I think a lot of, you know, a lot of the people listening, most of them are probably people who have products. And so I know lots of people, I know a lot of fashion designers who have clothing. That's the one thing that they have. And so they will approach people and say like, yeah, can you create this number of posts or reels for this amount of credit? And then you can just use it how you want on our website and get 
clothing, accessories, whatever. I think that's one way that small businesses can like be smart about working with content creators. One thing that I loved is that you were talking about trending audio. And so, you know, one tip for that, for people listening, because a lot of people are like, how do you know if it's trending? Well, first you can visit at Reels Tips. But <laughs> if you want to right now while you're listening to this podcast, also surf and check out some things on Instagram where you see the name of the audio. If there is an arrow, if you see an arrow before the name of the audio, you know that it's currently like on the up and up and it's trending. So that's one tip that you can take away right now listening to this. And then for all of the makers and product designers out there, I really loved that you talked about before and afters, Taylor, because this is so easy. Like if I made products, I would be doing reels all day long, you know, because the before and afters are so easy. Like, you know, here's all the things that it takes for this necklace and they're just loose on the table. And then you snap your fingers and suddenly you have a beautiful necklace. Like Content like this is so easy to create and you're not having to be the star of the show. You're not having to dance. You're not having to show your face. So for sure, definitely check out at Reels Tips for more of Taylor's very, very specific advice on how to do these different things. I want to get to the next question, which is about algorithms. Everyone loves to talk about algorithms. <laughs> uh, you mentioned it already, which is that Instagram is constantly changing the platform as they should. You have to innovate and you have to evolve in order to keep your product fresh for your customers. And so that's what Instagram is doing. What can listeners do to help get their content seen by as many people as possible? Which is kind of a loaded question because it's like, really, it's like, what are your top tips from, you know... <laughs> getting seen. And it's different for all different types of people. I guess one thing I could add is that what could people who sell products specifically, like what can they do to help get their content seen by as many people as possible? Or is it just general for anyone? Yeah. So I think, yeah, as we mentioned, like with Reels and the way the Reels algorithm works is more similar to how the explore page works than it is to how your typical feed post works because reels are sent out to your existing audience. And by the way, <laughs> Instagram is also prioritizing showing reels to your existing followers. So, you know, a lot of businesses, even if you have 3000 followers on Instagram, that's 3000 people, but maybe your posts are only getting like a hundred likes and then they're only being shown to a small percentage of your followers by using Reels, that will actually, you'll likely see an increased reach from people who are following you because Instagram is wanting to push Reels so much. So it's great for even just your existing audience and not reaching new people. But Reels are shown to your existing followers, but then they're shown to the wider Instagram audience. So the algorithm basically decides, okay, similar to the explore page, you know, everyone has a different looking explore page based on the type of content that they like and they share and they watch over and over again. So the Reels algorithm wants to then take your content and show it to other people who are liking, watching, commenting on content that is similar to what you posted in that video. So it's not just sharing it to anybody. It's really sharing it to people they think is targeted 
to people who would like to see that product or be interested in it. So a great way to kind of help the algorithm share your reel with new people who maybe not know about your brand yet is to use hashtags and use about, you know, two to four hashtags. You don't have to go wild on it and use 30. Instagram has actually said that it kind of confuses the algorithm when you use that many hashtags. So my tip is to use hashtags like categories. So you want to tell the algorithm what category your reel is about with the hashtag. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, if you're making a necklace is, you know, some sort of like jewelry specific hashtag. And then maybe there's like a small business specific hashtag or like if it's a sustainable jewelry company, there's like some sort of sustainability hashtag. And basically you want to like use the hashtags to categorize your reels to help the algorithm understand what your video is about. Yeah, that's such a good tip. There's so much confusion around hashtags. It's like, do you use them? Do you not use them? I do see people using like 30 hashtags. And like when I see that, my gut reaction is just like, no, I like that does nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I use them, but I use them sparingly. I use, you know, two, three, four hashtags. And you want to also have like a mix in there too. I'm not like this huge pro hashtag person though. That's why I don't like to spend a lot of time on like this very involved deep hashtag strategy because I don't think at the end of the day, spending 20 minutes to like choose all these correct hashtags is going to make that much of a difference. So (laughs) yeah, I'm in agreement. (laughs) Okay. So you just told us about trending audio hashtags, gave us great ideas for people who may be camera shy. We talked about trending audio and the fact that you've got to look for that arrow. Mm -hmm. What are some of your other best reels hacks? Like what should people really know? I love the, what did you call that? Text-to-speech. Text-to-speech. Like I love that. I love the computer voice. I personally do not know where to find that. So if you can give us your best hacks, we're ready. Okay, awesome. So when you type out your text in the Reels app, when you're creating your Reel, if you tap on that text, there'll be a little button that pops up that says text to speech. You just click that button and then you can choose from, I think there's a few different voices and you can choose what voice has it. Ooh, okay. It's a newer feature. Maybe not every Instagram account has access to it yet. I think it's very widely rolled out so far, though. There's definitely, like, a lot of hacks. I think that the number one thing is optimizing your video so that if there was no sound, if you weren't listening to it, you can still understand what the reel is about. So Mm -hmm. using you want to add, like, overlay text on your reel to give context, kind of give a title, show what your reel is about, because the ultimate goal with your reels is you want to make the beginning as eye-catching as possible so that people want to stay on your reel and they don't just want to swipe away because it's so easy to just swipe away from your content. So using a really good like overlay text as like a title or something like that on your reel, that text is just there to like complement 
the audio and the video all at the same time. And so it's really just going to help people like need to watch and read it. Mm -hmm. I also think, you know, filming reels can feel like a very, very daunting task for people. So I recommend filming your reels in batches. So you can, you know, sit down on a day and say, okay, I'm going to like, these are all the different audios I want to make. These are the different reels I want to record. And you can just sit down for like an hour and, you know, film three, five, seven reels all at once. Depends on how complicated your reels are because some of them are easier to create than others. But that's just a great way because it takes so much like mental energy to get ready to film and to film that it's really hard to record reels three times a week versus recording them all at once Mm -hmm. to post three different days that week. I also think it's really important to work on like your meme mentality. So, so many reels are really just memes, but in video format. Yes. So there's these trends that come out that everyone replicates. And, you know, it's, you want to do the trend because it's the trending audio and it's going to get shown to more people. But the whole idea is to make that trend and the concept relevant to your own niche and your own audience. So that's where working on your mean mentality is really important. So I recommend like writing out a list of the common challenges that your customer or your audience faces. And it's good to kind of have that list. So when a trend comes along and you're like, oh, how do I make this like relevant to my business? You can kind of refer back to that list. That's a great idea. I love lists. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, and then finally, like a really great real talk is to create your cover photo. You can always be uploading and posting new cover photos. Like even after you post your reel, you can upload a new cover photo for it. But post a cover photo that has text on it. Mm -hmm. So it tells people like a clickbaity version of what your reel is about. Because when people are looking at your profile, they want to be able to see like, what that reel is about. And you want to basically put text on it. So when people are looking in your profile, it encourages them to click on that reel to view it. Yes, that is a huge one. So few small business owners, it's like they finally get the courage up to do reels and they just start going gangbusters on posting reels. And then, you know, I'll go to their reels feed and it's all just Mm -hmm. like, still shot photos of whatever it is they're doing in the reel. And it's like, well, so is this a DIY? Is this a before and after? Is this a, is this a product reveal? Like, you know, the user has no idea. They're just faced with a bunch of photos. So I love that idea. One of the things that you mentioned earlier was that your pet peeve was when people keep the TikTok watermark on the reel. And I Mm -hmm. love, I love that you mentioned that because that's one of my, pet peeves too. But I get it because these small business owners like are recording and TikTok once and then they'll just like at some later point upload it. And so I want to know some of your best resources, apps, services that are out there that small business owners should know about. And the first one is how the heck do they remove the watermark? Mm -hmm. So it's a simple Google search, just Google TikTok watermark remover, 
And there's a ton of different sites that you can use. I don't stick to one specific one because I'm going to be real with you. The sites are a little like sketchy looking. <laughs> They're one of those ones that have like a pop-up that you have to view before you can download your video. So because of, and Instagram and TikTok don't like that these sites exist. So sometimes their servers shut down. And if one of the sites isn't working, I just go to the next one. Yeah. An example is like snaptick.app. So it's really simple. You just drop your video in there. You can download it. If you're using an iPhone, you can only download the video if you're using Safari because that's how you save it to your files. That's just a tip. But if you're doing that on your desktop, it should be no problem. I also like to record and edit Reels outside of the Reels app as well, especially if you're planning to post them on both TikTok and Reels, sometimes that can make it easier. So my like live or die app that I use is InShot. It's so amazing. <laughs> like you can do so many video edits with it. And the paid version is only like $15 a year. And I think that's just so affordable for small business. I thought you were going to say $15 a month. And I was like, I'm in. No, per year. That's crazy. And that's InShot, like I-N-S-H-O-T. Okay, love it. And yeah, you can do so much with that app. You could like edit full YouTube videos and stuff. Like you can add your own fonts in. So if you didn't want to use like the real fonts and you want to have your own branded fonts and stuff like that, there's just so much power in it. So oh my God. that's really great. Yeah. And then captions as well. You can use the caption sticker in the Reels app. Or if you want to have your captions take up less space, you could write them out manually in InShot, which is what I do. But other people will use services like Capwing or different like caption generators for videos. So yeah, you can kind of look around for all those as well. Amazing. And Canva has video editing features and stuff like that now too. So yeah, there's a lot that you can do just on your phone for super cheap for Reels, which is great. Yeah, you recently posted about Canva and it changed my life. <laughs> Not just mine, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I design an illustrator and InDesign, but the average person has, n first of all, doesn't have those programs. And like, if I was like, you know, if I threw out to a team member, like I need a bunch of covers, they would be so intimidated. So Canva has made it so easy for people who have zero training in design to be able to create like really great looking covers. And I think it, it's a huge time saver because like, like you mentioned, if you have the app on your phone, you just like create a cover, upload it with your reel and you're done. I'm famously not a designer. I really struggle with design, but I also understand that like design is so important. So yeah, using tools like Canva are so, so, so helpful because you don't have to just stare at like a blank screen and be like, what kind of cover do I make for this? <laughs> But another good tip too is if you want like a really like quick and dirty bare bones reels cover, go into your Instagram stories, upload a photo that you would post to your feed or something like that. And then just use the text in the stories to um, write, you know, a little headline about what your video is about, like before and after or something like that. And then you can just save the photo in your stories and then upload it. Yeah. So that's like the most bare bones thing you can do, but it's really effective too. That was a mic drop moment because <laughs> it, 
that would take all of eight seconds. That's such a great idea. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, well, we are coming to the end of our episode. I just have loved all the advice you've given, and we are literally just the tip of the iceberg. You have a course, which you've mentioned, the Reels course. So I'd love for you to talk about it and let people know where they can sign up and anything else you want to share. Awesome. Yeah. So have over 300 students in the Reels course and we just launched two months ago. So it's very exciting. And the Reels course is basically a mini film school, but for Reels. So we're going to teach you the strategy that you need to know to create a real strategy that works for your business specifically in your niche. But then we're also going to teach you everything you know about filming the reels, like best practices for lighting and tripods, you need a ring light, all that kind of stuff. And then we go really in depth on editing. Mm -hmm. So that's editing in the reels app, editing in apps like InShot outside of the reels app, do you want to make a transition? How do you do a transition? So we go through all the features and really just the goal is to make you feel so confident with reels that you know you have a great strategy locked down, you know how to film, and then you can edit and it not take you like four hours to edit one reel because <laughs> that is definitely like a thing that can happen. So we share a lot of like the best like workflows for you to do all of that. And then the final piece is like optimization and when you're posting the real, like, you know, what hashtags should you be using? What do your captions look like? Those real covers, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, you can find the course on my website, which is taylorloren.co. And would love to have you in the course. And the best thing is that the course comes with, like, lifetime access to the course. So I'm actually just about to publish, like, a new update to the course in um, a couple weeks because – Reels is always changing and they're always coming out with new features. So the course is going to be like continually updated. So whenever there's new features, you don't have to freak out because you don't know it. We'll just be giving you that information because before the course came out, like Facebook Reels wasn't a thing. And now Facebook Reels is the hot new thing. So we're going to add like updates for that and everything. So yeah, it's been really fun. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's top takeaways include number one, captions are king. It is so important to create reels that anyone can enjoy and get content from, even without audio. Think of parents with napping kids and people watching while at work. So make sure to use captions on all of your reels. Number two, don't use too many hashtags. All you really need is two to four because too many hashtags confuse the algorithm and restrict your reach. Be very specific. So for instance, if you're a jewelry designer, don't use something general like hashtag designer. Instead, use something like hashtag jewelry designer, hashtag resin jewelry, hashtag clay earrings. Number three, face it. You don't have to show your face or dance in order to make great reels. You can create before and after videos, voiceover videos, use text to speech, and even photos edited to trending audio. And hot tip, trending audio will always have a diagonal arrow before the title of the audio or song. That is how you know that it's popular and trending. 
And number four, keep it short. The reason why great reels are seven seconds or shorter is because people easily watch short reels in their entirety, which counts as a full watch. That's important because the algorithm knows people didn't scroll away during your video. The algorithm will then favor it and show it to more people on the Explore page. Cha-ching! If SOS has helped your business, I would love to hear from you. The best thing that you can do to help spread the word about this podcast is give us a five, once again, that's five star rating, and remember to leave a review. Honestly, that's probably the best way that more people will discover this great podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Sonia Rasula, that's S-O-N-J-A-R-A-S-U-L-A, and you can follow my business at Unique Markets. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure to follow. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening.